right, guys, welcome to the podcast. I am excited about this podcast because this podcast is going to give a lot of you some real answers as to how to take your game to the highest levels. Listen, you take a beginner, a person, the average Joe, and you want to help that person with a good physique, what you do is you lock down on their calories, you give them the proper protein, you structure their diet out, you spread it out, give them the proper nutrients that they need, and then what you do is you come up with an exercise program that stimulates their muscles. Then you tell them to get out of their own way and make this less about emotions and more about just doing what they need to do and you keep them in check, they are going to make huge progress. Then you've got the person who's made that huge progress and now they're intermediate. How do you take that person to the advanced level? You dial in on nutrition. You dial in on nutrients. You fine tune their program just ever so slightly and then you 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 keep them super accountable right and you get them to believe in themselves and change their identity so they believe that one day they can become a machine too this podcast is about the guys who are already machines who've already taken their bodies to the next level where do you go from here we're talking about the people fighting for scholarships we're talking about the people who have plateaued at an already decent level and want to get to the next level and they want to break through We're talking about pro athletes that I've worked with who want to prolong their careers or get into that all-star category. Okay, so this topic is proper recovery essentials. It's not just about providing the proper stimulus for training. Yes, food is a game changer, but it's not about food. Recovery is massive. When it comes to plateauing, you want to take it to the next level after everything else has been done properly, it comes down to recovery fact you do not grow in the gym you only grow outside of the gym but only when certain conditions are met your proper nutrition you're hydrated you sleep well low stress only when those criteria are met are you going to make some progress now let me ask you something what is the number one most anabolic factor you can come up with that'll help you take it to the next level aside from performance enhancing drugs what is it You should say sleep. Your best bet for repair of the body is sleep. Now, how much you sleep depends on a few things, how much you need, actually. Uh, Some people can function on five hours. All right, so number one is, what does your body normally need? Older people, sometimes five hours. Younger people need eight, nine hours. Um, So that comes down to genetics. The second thing is your physical workload throughout the day. The more intense your work, the greater the amount of sleep you need. Third factor is mental stress. If you're stressed out of your mind for any extended period of time, man, does sleep ever become vital? Okay, so let me ask you, where do you think you're at with that? How many hours of sleep do you think you need? All right, you already know sleep's important. What should you do? Number one, no matter what, set a regular bedtime. To me, I think ideal is 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Hell, I go to bed even earlier sometimes. I go to bed at 9. Fuck it. Like, I just, I get up early. I go to bed early. Depending on your wake-up time, this may be different. So if you need to wake up at 7, then you can afford to go to bed at 11. If you wake up at 6, you might want to wake up, sorry, go to bed at 10. Wake up at 4 a.m. For whatever reason, you need to go to bed earlier. Bottom line is I'd like you to get 6 to 7 hours, preferably 7. Now, here's the deal. Come weekends... You go to bed at the same time. Now, there's a lot of young bucks out there who get distracted. 
Distractibility with their phones, one of the worst things they can do, and they don't end up going to bed until 12, 1 o'clock. I've got a daughter, 17-year-old daughter, who goes to bed at like 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't understand it. My son has a tendency to have a meal at 10 o'clock, 10.30, and he doesn't get to bed till 12.30. If he could sleep in, he does. He wakes up at 10.30. I don't get it. I'm telling you, young bucks, shut off your fucking technology and go to bed earlier. We're talking about peak performance here. Okay, set a regular bedtime. It makes a huge difference. So let me ask you something. When you have done that on a regular basis, have you seen a change in your performance? Almost guarantee you have. Now there's a lot of, let me call them old fogies, people my age, who they fall into the same kind of trap. They go to bed late because what happens is they've got a shitty job that they don't know how to break free from. They've got a shitty situation at home. And what they do is they capture that last few elements of, you know, some kind of satisfaction, watching a TV show, binge watching until 12.30, 1 o'clock, trying to capture something at the end of the day to have some kind of reward. Say, hey, my day's more fulfilled if I get a few laughs or I get a bit of drama from this TV show. Guys like you get to bed earlier. It makes a huge difference. So how does that happen? One thing that helps, guys, is taking a warm shower before bed. In the past, what I've done is I've taken a hot bath with Epsom salts or I've gone into the hot tub. 10 to 20 minutes of heat therapy will slow down your heart rate and get you in a relaxed state. I don't know how many times I've almost fallen asleep in the hot tub, but I got to tell you, once I get out of the hot tub and I lie down in bed, I am knocked the fuck out. All right, and there's something. I know this guy named Sadguru. Look him up. Talks about sleep and having, before going to bed, having a shower, letting that water pass over your body. It's more than the physical. It does something else. It just kind of makes you feel better. All right? So a warm shower or a hot tub, warm therapy, right before you go to bed makes a world of difference. Second thing, some of you can't relate. Some of you can relate. Listen, I've got a wicked wife. She's awesome. Woman of my dreams. Beautiful woman. And... Listen, when we have sex, it has a dramatic effect on how I sleep. Right afterwards, I'm knocked the fuck out. So if you've got an intimate partner where you can unwind that way, do it. You talk about knocking yourself out, sleep, uh, sex does it. Third thing, bedroom environment. Here's a tip. Make sure your bed is made the morning before. So you have a peace of mind. When you go to bed, the sheets are already. There's nothing worse than going to bed in a cluttered space where your sheets are just fucked up. They're all over the place. You got to set your bed before going to bed. It's extra work. You don't need that. Okay, little things like that go a long way. Have your temperature at the right level so you can sleep better. All right, there's something about having a nice light blanket on your body. Too hot, you'll be sweating throughout the night. Too cold, you'll be shivering. If you live in a cold climate, like I did a long time ago, an electric blanket made a world of difference. Okay, you're snuggling up to your uh, to your loved one. When you're too hot, you need to turn on the air a little bit. Get that temperature right. It makes a massive difference. The other thing, make your room as dark as possible, as little light as possible. Artificial light during sleep hours sends messages to your brain telling you to wake up. Okay, uh, suppressing production of sleep-inducing hormones, melatonin, making it harder for you to fall asleep and stay asleep. Get dark blinds to maximize that darkness. 
Get your phone flipped the other way so it doesn't emit light. Gotta tell you, when that phone goes off and I see a message and the room becomes bright all of a sudden, number one, the light is distraction. Number two, I'm wondering who's messaging me, right? And I'm, I'm tempted to check, be honest with you. Best thing you could do is take that phone, turn it upside down and move it to the other side of the room. Besides, if you have to wake up on time and you've set an alarm, you're forced to get up to get to that alarm. The worst thing you want to do is press snooze because the phone's right beside you. Another thing, get a mattress. Get a good mattress. For years, I slept on a shitty mattress where my back hurt. I could never get comfortable. We bought this, uh, I forgot what it was called, but it was just unbelievable. This therapeutic mattress, when you slept on it, man, did it feel like heaven. You were in such a groove sleeping on that mattress. Was it worth it to pay that extra couple thousand dollars? Absolutely. Get yourself a good mattress. Tech, turn it off 30 minutes before you go to bed. Aside from emergencies, refrain from all messages, all social media, all meals, uh, emails, all interesting info tidbits. You don't need that distraction from sleep. Okay, it makes your, your mind busy unnecessarily. The other thing, frame your thoughts before going to bed. I always ask myself a few questions. What was I grateful for today? How did I contribute to somebody's day today? Eliminate all other shit from your mind. It's not worth it. Waking up time should be consistent. If all you need is six hours sleep and you get to bed at 11 p.m., 5 a.m. works. If seven hour works better, then wake up time is six. Keep this set in stone to the best of your ability. Do not press that snooze alarm. Get up. Whether you're tired or not, get up. Set your alarm for exactly when you want to wake up. Move your phone to another part of the room, just as I said, and it forces you to get up. Like I said, uh, weekends, same thing. Set a regular time. If by any chance you need that extra 30 minutes once in a while, fine, take it. But for the most part, you do not want to mess up with your circadian rhythm. This rhythm is the regular sleep pattern that your body best functions under. It'll influence your sleep-wake cycles, your hormone release, your eating habits, your digestive capabilities, body temperature, and other important bodily functions. It's called circadian rhythm. Look it up. All right. You hear these celebrities. I see this from The Rock and uh, uh, Jocko Willink waking up at 4.30 in the morning and training. And, you know, they look badass and they're all uh, they're tough and all that kind of stuff. Listen, I used to wake up at 3.30 in the morning to train on Saturdays. My mind was uh, just racing to get up. Because it was Saturday and I didn't have to work, uh, I just felt like the need to get up. I was in a good mood. Wake up at 3.30, I'd train, I'd have breakfast, and then I'd stay up for the next couple hours. Peaceful time, it was wonderful. Do I still do that? Absolutely not. Be straight up with you, I don't do that. Now understand, celebrities do, but you don't know their work schedule. What they post on social media to enhance their self-image does not necessarily reflect the full picture. Does that person take a 45 minute nap halfway through the day? Is that person relatively stress-free for a few days at a time? And then they work like crazy for a few days before they go into relax mode? You don't know. Don't go for that macho approach where you think you need to wake up earlier because the rock wakes up earlier. Get your seven hours of sleep in. And if you need eight, get your eight. All right, let's talk about working out. Post-workout recovery training. This is what I do that has made a world of difference. The quicker you can facilitate repair on your body, 
the better your recovery. So I use a few techniques to aid blood flow circulation to the work muscle or muscle group. Number one, massage therapy. If you can't afford massage therapy, figure out how to do so. There are student massage therapists that'll give you a discount. Or go in for a 30 minute session. Ask for a deep tissue massage. All right, I'll tell you a couple things. Those deep tissue massages, they're the only ones that I get leave you feeling worked afterwards. But the goal is to work out the adhesions, to loosen up tight muscles, create blood flow in damaged areas. There's a while back when my lower back was messed up. And I gotta tell you, the pain radiated to the sides of my back. I was convinced that I had some sort of kidney problems or something along the lines of some kind of organ strain. I was concerned. The pain was debilitating and it was scary. But I gotta tell you, once my upper hips and glutes were massaged out, the pain was gone completely and I could function again. Problem wasn't uh, organ situations or back related at all. The problem was my hips, they needed to be loosened up. One session, one session a month can make that difference. If it means pain in your hips to the point that your back hurts and you can get somebody to release that tension for that one session for 30 minutes, is it worth it? Absolutely, don't cheap out. Second thing, compression therapy. NBA players like LeBron James swear by it. My son competes um, at a high level. I remember him telling me a long time ago that he used this Normatec, and I'm like, okay, what is this all about? It's compression therapy where you put on the boots and uh, it has this pulsing effect on your body going right from the bottom of your ankle all the way to the top of your leg, back down again, and certain compartments contract and relax, and it helps with getting the lactic acid out and getting circulation in your legs. He told me the boots were a game changer. So obviously, what did I do? I was excited about buying them. I read up on some of these basketball players, uh, the NBA players, the NHL players, football players use it all the time. After doing my research on therapy, compression therapy as a tool to address pain, lactic acid buildup, and enhance performance, I bought a unit. Now I'm gonna tell you right now, Normatec is fucking expensive. I bought a system called Rapid Reboot. I'm telling you, it works just as well. And then afterwards, I started seeing articles by Ironman athletes who use this, you know, right after a race. Makes a major difference. My investment was $4,000. Now think about it. If you're gonna use this over the next 10 years, it's $400 a year. It's not a big deal. All right, there are clinics who offer therapy like this for $1 a minute. 30 minute session, 30 bucks. I bought a, um, a leg unit, a hip unit, and some shoulder units. I use it all the time, right? What a game changer. So if you're in the market, products are Normatec, Rapid Reboot, I believe there's some other products out there. It's worth the investment. If you're already at a high level, it'll take you to the next level. Now, a cheaper device is a foam roller. I use a foam roller for my back and my quads. Less so for my legs, but I gotta tell you, working out that iliotibial band in the lower thighs makes a huge difference, especially when it comes down to knee pain. As far as the back is concerned, what I do is I get a, a heavy medicine ball, a harder medicine ball, and I roll my back on it. My back ends up being cracked. I feel like I've worked my back properly with that ball. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's the size of a little bit smaller than a basketball, and it's super hard. You slam it down, like you know, 10-pound ball, 12-pound ball, you slam it down, and it bounces right back up. 
It's got a little bit of a textured um, feel to it. That rolling your back with that ball is awesome, right? So whether it's your back or it's your legs with the foam roller, your hamstrings, your glutes, your calves, buy one. We've also used a, thera a Theragun okay, to target certain spots on the leg. We bought it, works great. Don't get a cheap one. They break down pretty quickly. Get something half decent. Put it on the parts of the muscle that hurt and the vibration feels wicked. Boy, is it a good recovery. All right, instead of manual recovery, let's talk about active recovery. Light cardio, yoga, exercise bands, and walks. After a leg session, I hop on the stationary bike. You hear about hockey players doing this all the time, 30 minutes after a game to flush, flush the lactic acid. What a game changer. Go light to somewhat moderate for about 15 to 20 minutes. Check your social media, listen to some music, check your emails. All right, use that as a multitasking session. But what you wanna do is you wanna get circulation to your legs. If you have knee pain, one of the best thing you could do is incorporate this into your routine where you're getting onto a bike and you're flushing your system of that lactic acid, getting the circulation going. Yoga. I hated yoga. I hated the, the connotations behind yoga because I was macho and I was ignorant. Yoga makes a, a huge difference in loosening up the hips. Got to tell you, once I got into yoga, I had pain in my hips and I started doing this stuff because my wife's awesome at it. You talk about power yoga, boy does she ever lead some wicked classes. She said, Tom, give this a shot. Watch what happens to your hips along with your other training. Watch how much it increases your leg lifts uh, because you've loosened up your hips. Yoga does it. The other thing that does it is light resistant band training to get the blood flow going. So every Saturday as part of my training, I do mobility training. I do training with the resistant bands. I get onto the bike, I do a little, do a little bit of yoga. And the goal is to flush the system with blood flow so I can recuperate faster. All right, you know what else helps? A 10 to 20 minute walk, especially after you eat for the simple reason that your food is mobilized. It doesn't just sit in your stomach. It's also good for general blood flow, circulation benefits. What a massive difference. The other thing, a clear mind is a healthier mind. So two things I do, meditation and visualization. Meditation is a way to relax your mind and body. Any negative thoughts that you have where you're stressed the fuck out and you're, you're thinking about something, you're dwelling on something, you gotta flush that shit. That shit doesn't matter. It only gets you sick. You gotta get rid of it. Try to get your mind free of that stuff. So if it's good, uh, slower paced music, I, I do that kind of stuff, my visualization, my meditation, when I've got the rapid reboot on, right? But just going into a dark room and giving yourself 10 minutes to clear your thoughts, this makes a big difference. The other thing is visualization. It serves a difference per, different purpose. It lets your mind go to work on a problem. And when you visualize where you want to go, your mind starts looking for answers as to how to get there versus dwelling on what is. All right. So like I said, visualization is a process where you think of where you want to go and what needs to be done. And you visualize that scenario in great deal, trying to live in that moment, making it feel real. What ends up happening is you develop a mental clarity of the purpose of where you want to go. And you start looking at productive solutions to get there. All right. Versus just flushing those negative emotions that don't serve you in any way. Okay. Conclusion. 
I can't stress enough how much diet, exercise are important, but even more so, you wanna take your game to the highest level, you need to put into place recovery techniques. All right, so to review, sleep is massive, regular bedtime, hot warm therapy, sex, if you've got a hot wife or a person who's kinky in bed, do it, makes a big difference. Bedroom environment, temperature, darkness, um, maybe a good blanket, great mattress, framing your mind before going to bed, good wake up time, don't fuck up your circadian rhythm, it's gold, you wanna just maintain that rhythm at all costs, post-workout recovery training, massage therapy, rapid reboot, compression therapy, foam roller, getting the blood flow going, positive mindset, that's your formula for taking it to the next level. If you have any questions about any of this, as it pertains to you, I need you to reach out to me. I will help you get some answers, okay? Because it's not just about the game changer food. This is the frontier for taking it to the highest level. If you were given an arena to completely transform your body, your focus, your finances, and your family, would you take me up on it? Join the league leagueofelite.com thank you for listening to this podcast subscribe share with your friends and be sure to check out the ultimate men's playbook available now at amazon.com